0: This is The Think Tank, with Dr. Mike O'Neill, talking about the major political, economic, and social issues of the week. KTAR News on 92.3 FM and KTAR.com. The Think Tank.
1: A little bit of a different kind of show this week. The theme is uh, interesting people that I know just a little bit, but would like to know a lot more about. Uh, the first of them is Lydia Guzman. She is with us uh, on the phone. I read about Lydia as really the heroine in Terry Green Sterling's book on Sheriff Joe and the Latino resistance. She is a major major figure in that. The lawsuit that ultimately brought Sheriff Joe down was fueled in major part by uh, legwork that uh, Lydia did tracking down uh Uh, case material which became the basis for the suit Uh, welcome to the show lydia
0: thank you so much for having me
1: uh i I just want to presage where we're going after this we have two other guests that we'll get to later in the show tyler montague was involved in the recall of russell pierce that's where i met him in the election of jerry lewis to replace him he's kind of a behind the scenes political actor slash citizen doesn't uh, by own admission doesn't make a living at it and chris love I uh, know you only through social media. I know you to be clever, witty, and thoughtful, uh, and that uh, biographically you're chair of Planned Parenthood of Arizona, and we'll get to you guys later. But Lydia, my question for you is, uh, Sheriff Joe had, was a really a decade-long obsession for you. What do you do now that that's all over? Do you have anything to do
0: these days? <laughs> well actually I do there's plenty to do um, I work at Chicanos por la causa doing a lot of what I love to do and I'm just so happy to continue to do work in the community and I'm actually getting paid for it so this is great
1: <laughs> always, always nice to tell us what kinds of things you're doing
0: so you know my my title is "I'm the Director of Advocacy and Civic Engagement." And what that means is I engage the community in um, issues like you know, voter registration, civic participation. I mean, we just had, the census count, you know, where, you know, I was working with different ground coalitions to encourage participation there. Um, And so, and right now what we're doing is we're, you know, gathering different coalitions together so that we can participate in the redistricting process. And so, I mean, all of that, you know, if you look at it, it, it's all connected, and it's all part of civic engagement and participation. And, you know, and so this is a, a way of community empowerment, and I think that's kind of like what I'm working on now.
1: Uh, one of the things you mentioned there is uh, voter participation. There's been recent legislation in Arizona and elsewhere that many have argued would have the effect of making it more difficult to vote. Uh, how concerned about are you about that, and how confident are you that you can overcome that with just sort of force of will and, and greater effort?
0: Well, well, first of all, let me just say that I have a background in elections. I worked for the Secretary of State Elections Department for for two administrations, for Betsy Bayless and for Jan Brewer. And um, I can tell you with assurance that there is no voter fraud. Um, you know, it was my job then to gather information from the 15 counties and report it to the department of justice, any, anything weird going on or whatever. And so there was, you know, there were no records in the years that I was there. Um, but you know, the, the fact that they're passing pieces of legislation to make it more difficult to create obstacles from people participating in this process really is sad. And it's a sad statement that, you know, um, There's we know who the targets of those efforts are, and that's what makes it so sad because, you know, we work so hard to make voting inclusive, to make sure that all communities, especially the previous disenfranchised communities, participate in this process. I think we should be making it more easier for people to vote. Uh, Be
1: explicit, if you would. You say there's people that are being targeted. Who?
0: So, you know, if you look at the voting trends, you know, we've always talked about the sleeping giants, the Latino vote the, um, that, that in the past has, has not regularly participated. And so now that Latinos are registering more, they're voting more, you know, and I think this is what scares a lot of folks. Um, you know, the, the voter participation should be celebrated. You know, and I think and I think that um, I, th- that's the target of, of some of these efforts, um, you know, and, and I don't know why why that that should be an obstacle. I think we should embrace this new voting block, you know, and I think including this new voting block at the table when it comes down to discussions, discussions that make our community better. After all, you know, all of the voters are all, you know, the, what they all want is the same thing that you and I want. You know, we want better jobs. We want, you know, we we we're looking at housing issues, education for our children. I mean, those are the same issues that we're all concerned with.
1: Uh, as an analyst and somebody who's watched Arizona voting patterns for over 40 years now, I I got used to describing the Latino vote as the off promise but never delivered thing that was always going to happen, but never quite did. And the sense I get and haven't looked at hard figures on that is that uh 2020 really was uh was a, an election when the hispanic vote finally came out in decent numbers am i basically is that a fair statement
0: that's a pretty fair statement and let me just share with you the the experience that i've had in my years of doing this and this was written about also uh in in Terry's book uh You know, right after Prop 187 in California, when the Latino groups felt the attack on the community, especially attack after Prop 187, suppression laws, Governor Pete Wilson. So what they did is they organized and they started doing voter registration, and it didn't take the, the, the next election cycle. It actually took a few election cycles to turn California from a red state to the state that it is now. So your observation about, it, you know, here the 2020 election is, is absolutely correct. It's taken a while, and you're seeing the uprising when the When the Latino vote and other grassroots efforts like the recall on Russell Pierce and other efforts um, actually were the ones that really mobilized the Latino vote. So, you know, you have these efforts that that actually entice and mobilize the Latino vote. And that's what's going to get folks to the polls. But it takes a couple of election cycles.
1: And uh, that is very much the sense I have it, you know, voter suppression. It, essentially, it, it, it doesn't operate by it completely precluding a group from voting, but just make it a little bit more difficult. So at the margin, the voter turnout is a little bit lower and it seems to work until people get ticked off and then it can have uh, exactly the opposite effect.
0: That's right. That's right. And, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to continue to talk to, to voters, to engage them, to talk to them about, you know, the, the, the things that, um, that every voter should know about what their rights are, you know, when it comes down to uh, vote by mail, when it comes down to voting at the polls, it, uh, things that are available to them, like, you know, um, asking for a provisional ballot, you know, in case they lose their ballot. Like that, so we're going to be able to continue to educate the voters, and I think that's what uh, a lot of the groups are going to be focusing on: encouraging um, voter participation and ensuring that people know what their rights are and how to, you know, make sure that they, that they vote, you know, in the process. And so that's going to be our efforts in our next uh, election cycle.
1: Well, Lydia Guzman, uh, good to finally meet you. Uh, I. Uh... I found it very interesting the the Terry Green Sterling book which I I had Terry on the show for an entire show it, it was a fabulously written book as everything she's ever written has been and meticulously documented like a I mean there was there was about 40 pages of citations in the back you could see that uh, there wasn't a word in there that she hadn't uh, hadn't carefully documented uh one last qu- just quick question for you someday I'd love to have you on the show with Sheriff Joe. Will you come?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, let me check my schedule. I go, no. <laughs> I'll
1: tell you what, I'll watch it. <laughs> well, that's that, that would be an audience driver. Thank you very much, Lydia Guzman. We will be back in a moment with Tyler Montague and Chris Love when we return in a moment in the Think Tank.